welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands. We're actually in the car. We've had a little technical issue in that I forgot to bring my keys to my house. Time to go back. How are you feeling about this, Thomas? Uh, hungry. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'd gotten myself so excited for the infamous Port of Holmes pancakes. I, I promised you pancakes, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. We just got promised them and now it's been taken away from us. So we're driving back, we're getting the keys, and the meanwhile in the podcast. Meanwhile in the podcast, Falklands? Meanwhile in the Falklands podcast. I'm hungry! Meanwhile in the Falklands on the road edition. Yes, well, we're getting a little bit hangry, so I think we'll leave you there and we'll join you when we've, uh, we've had some pancakes and some coffee. Right, welcome back. This is, uh, well, part two. Um, <laughs> we've had our pancakes, we've had Ooh, a cup of have. tea, and we're all feeling a lot more relaxed. Yes. We're full, we're happy, we're all ready for a nap. Yes. Um, <laughs> what time is it? It's uh, 20 to 12. I mean, that's um, probably our latest start for a podcast <laughs> in a while. We might as well just stay here and just have lunch yeah. anyway. Um it's been it's been a good week, hasn't it? We've got Hannah coming back next week, yes. so we'll be back up to full flow. Mm. Um, things that have happened this week, we've now condensed the office, yes, so we're we have. all in yep. two thirds of the yeah. office that we did have. We've got a big empty space at the back. Second time Hannah's been away in uh, recent history, and second time the office has changed while she's been away. <laughs> and you, you're saying about the space at the back, that's your dance space. Yes, isn't it? it's you. our activity centre. Tom, Tom, <laughs> no, I was thinking you personally. Oh, me personally. <laughs> Um, yes, I've been dancing all week in yes. that little space. When no one spoke to you about earwigs, you did a... Yes. I was like, thank God. He no did speak to you about dance. He, was, he became... I became the, the earwig. earwig. Yeah. Yes. Well, That's a little in-joke for yeah. everyone in the Falklands. Yeah. Um, if you've not been if, to the Falklands, we are overrun with earwigs. If you know anything about earwigs and want to talk about them, <laughs> then let me know. And if you're a vegetarian... <laughs> yeah, and if you're a vegetarian, also let us know. Even better. So a lot of Kyle's stories falling by the by yeah, here. Pretty much. <laughs> Oh, oh, for goodness sake. Kyle, answer the phone. That. You have to say Foam's residence. Hello, Foam's residence. So, apologies for that. That was um, um, Steve um, talking <laughs> to me about tax returns. Um, the most thrilling part yep. of our week. Hey, listen, I strongly advise anyone to get married to an accountant. They need to have to, they need to think that's about a good, these That's things. good they advice. They all for you. <laughs> um, yes, so it's been a busy old week. Your dance space, earwigs, vegetarians. Yep. I think that's just summed up that, yep. that bit, hasn't it? Right. Um, but you now, were saying with... Um, with Hannah coming back next week, we had a departure though, don't we? Oh, we did. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, we brushed over. We've got a new person. Well, a new person. We've got Hannah returning, but the person who's been occupying Hannah's desk since I got back has left us. He's and flown the coop. Oh, you're a bit emotional about it. Yeah, I'm never going to see him again. Poor, yeah, Tyrone. <laughs> you will. Tyrone, who has been fantastic, he has got his GCSE results yesterday, yes. and mm-hmm. he did he very didn't. well. Yeah, lad. really, really well. Um, he's off to college, um, but for the last few weeks he's been um, helping us out. And actually, I am so impressed with him. Yeah. His multicam edits, top, yeah. top notch. And it's it's been fantastic being able to do things like the political program we do, Talking Point, and just being able to then hand that to yeah. him because that's half a day to a day's worth of editing, and it's just like it. For one of us who could be out there doing stories or looking at something else, it's not hard, it's just time consuming. Yeah. Mm. And being able to give that to him, he's doing it in the exact same amount of time it would take us to do it. Um, the white balance was off last time, so he was re white balancing. I didn't tell him how to do it, I don't know if someone else did in the last few weeks, but I mean, I think he Googles it. He's color, yeah, he was color correcting, <laughs> he was making it look better, and I was just like, Tyrone. So yeah, yeah, so yeah nice work. So we've learned a new word this week, which is transmedia. 
Transmedia. And Kyle is now going to tell us what that means, because he's the only <laughs> one who knew what it meant. We Googled it, I and s- I still don't know what it means. I say I knew what it meant. I had, the, I had a blank moment in my brain when it came up, and I was struggling to figure out what it was. Didn't you then turn around and say that you wrote an essay on it in, in I university? think I probably did. <laughs> I, know a lot, I know essays about a lot of things. I wrote an essay about Lady Gaga when I was in university. No, see, I remind, like, I, this is reminding me now of how, how it all occurred in the week, because it wasn't it Tyrone who eventually... Googled, Googled it. it and read it out and you <laughs> yes. just went oh yes that's what it yep, is that's that's what it is yes. so transmedia is the idea of having um presenting stories and information on a variety of different platforms and interweaving those platforms together what um, do you so mean it's by not, platforms like so like it's not scaffolding so it's not it's not just hey we've <laughs> i've made this thing for tv and i've made this thing for twitter and they're the same story but they're just the same thing it's about incorporating the way you talk about a story via using Twitter and then incorporating it into maybe making a YouTube video and maybe then making it into a Facebook post and all of that kind of stuff. Okay. So it's just getting all the different, different parts of media and slamming them together into Excellent. One and for thing. those who are still awake... Um... <laughs> I'm proud of that. I remembered. <laughs> we did. Very, very well done. We, 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 I think we, we will have... Do you know what? You have those um, like chat shows and then... But the, the the more the comedic ones, and then they'll have like a little sting, mm-hmm. and then there'll be just like a little clip or something, and that's what we need to do. So we can do you do you know sort of tech corner, tech, tech cor- corner, t- journalism tech corner, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we'll have me. Paula uses physics, <laughs> nice, because mm. Thomas came with a tripod. Absolutely certain. I uh, it was yeah the tripod plate on the bottom of the camera, and I just I couldn't get it off. I was like, I'm going to snap my fingers in half. <laughs> <laughs> Because we have a little Allen key for it, which has been misplaced. Um, but we won't that was misplaced for, for everyone. It's vanished. <laughs> it has vanished, like an old oak table. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little Blackadder reference yeah. for you guys out there. No one else got it, I think. Yeah, is that um, copyright? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I couldn't do it, and I couldn't get it off of my fingers. And I uh, brought it in, and Paula was going going to town with her hands. And I said, you're going you're gonna to hurt yourself. You've got to stop. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> But she pulled out a stick. <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> Mrs. Foams is clamping her hands over the mouth. Stop laughing. She's so red right now. Oh my god. <laughs> she, was going, <laughs> she was going to town with her hands. What's wrong with that? Right, I just cut all that out because it just. Yeah, I just I just cut all that out. Listen, I don't think you really needed to to uh, hear all that. But anyway, um, Tom, you're getting a new tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo isn't a source of entertainment, no. I hope. Oh. We're just still in the aftermath of... Moving on. I'm looking to get a new tattoo um, pr- probably after I've left the Falklands just because I don't think the tattoo artist that I like down here will be back in that point. But I would like one related to the Falklands. Um, and I'm struggling with concepts because apart from like penguins and albatross... I can't really think of something else that I think is quintessentially Falklands. Get a Land Rover tattooed on my back or something. Um, but I just feel like a penguin or something. It's a little bit, um, a little bit too feminine for me. Um, but you, sorry, you showed me um, one of those, the the the, the single line. Just, uh, the continuous line. Yeah, so it's like that a, was really good. You know, like continuous line drawings where you just you do the whole thing without taking the pen off the paper. Well, it's become quite a popular style of tattoos now as well. And um, I've always really quite liked it. Um, 
But, See, uh, I liked Paula's suggestion of you getting a tattoo of her face. <laughs> <laughs> in drag. Yes. In drag, though. Yes. Oh, no. Do I, two. I, one in drag I could and one do out that. of drag. I did that. I downloaded the, uh, an app that makes your photograph look like a picture, and I could just do that. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you know how like, people get like eagles spread across their backs? I'm going to get that picture <laughs> you get of you Osley. in drag with your, with your arms out. <laughs> We're putting that on the uh, YouTube Osley channel, by the way. Falkland's goose wings <clears> behind oh, him. Oh, yeah. Upland geese, a fox in the background chasing it. <laughs> this, 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 yeah, this is going mad. Yeah, well, um, a listener, if you have any recommendations for things you think are Falkland Islands and could be a good, good tattoo, do get in touch with me, news at fitv.co.fk. I'm open to suggestions. Yes. And uh, yep. if you want to draw it as well, if I like it, I'll stick it on my body. There we go. There you go. Brilliant. When I become famous, you'll be famous. Uh, and we're still on you, actually, Tom, because you oh. are employee of the week. <laughs> I'm always employee of the week. <laughs> no, that's not true. I think yeah. Carl was employee of the week I was employee of the week, of the week once. <laughs> you once. were employee of the week this week because you wore the jumper that I knitted and my mm-hmm. husband didn't wear. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, we won't uh, we'll sort of brush aside the fact that I only acquired that jumper because I was with Steve when he was taking a load of stuff down to the seafarer's <laughs> mission to donate for poor sailors oh. coming in who are lacking things. And I saw that so jumper. You've and stolen like, it from poor I, cold sailors. Wait, 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 wait. I, I always admired that jumper when Steve, when I came over and Steve was wearing it. He was never a big fan. He never like, you know wore what? it. He wore it I'm... once. And then he wore it to, to the cathedral once. They had some kind of like Christmas summit rather and he wore it to that. And someone said, oh, what? tell me about your jumper or something. And he went, oh, Paul knitted it. And they laughed. So it's, <laughs> it's not the best knitted thing ever, but it's... No, but it's, like, it's big, it's warm, it's, it's comfy, it's, it's great. And... It kind of works. I like baggy clothes and I like that um, half homeless look. So. Yes, you are. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's fair if you're stealing clothes that Paul has knitted <laughs> just so you can get brownie points. But employee of the year. <laughs> well, I have a nice mixture of uh, brown nosing and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and disagreeing with Paul, so it equals out. <laughs> you've got quite the stolen jumper collection. Oh uh, yeah, I do actually. I've got another well. several jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the yellow one as that's, well. That's that's a Falklands wool one. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, friend of ours, James from New Zealand, left it in our house after a um, a soiree, uh, <laughs> a gathering, because we can't have parties. Um, <laughs> and he went back off to New Zealand and forgot to get the jumper. I messaged him when I got back saying, "You forgot your jumper at our house," and he was like, "Just keep hold of it and uh, bring it to me the next time you come to New Zealand." So. I'm going to exchange the jumper for a place to stay when I go on holiday to New Zealand. Nice, yeah. And and listeners of the podcast will know that you had a a yellow jumper that we'd found in the studio once. You had that was a horrible jumper. I told you to wear it for the day, and you did. Employee of the week. Yeah, you see. Well done. Uh, Right. I'm good at sucking. (laughs) (laughs) Continuing with our theme of films, because we now have a cinema in town. You guys went off and watched um, Green Book. So Tom's not taking longer than. Five minutes. Tell us about Green Book. Uh, Green Book is the story. It's based on a true story of a musical doctor, doctor in piano. Um, there is, um, it was a black guy in the United States, and he was going on a tour in the deep south of based America. Based on true stories. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was going on a tour in the deep south of the United States, uh, and he employs an Italian American bodyguard. Uh, slash, well, he's more of a just a driver but also there to make sure that if he gets into any trouble, which black in that time in the States, always going to be. Um, 
so if he was going to get in any trouble the guy could protect him and that's it's the story of like their friendship and them getting to know each other and in a changing of views and I was talking about we were talking about going to see the film and a friend of ours said that he didn't want to go and see it because he was so so tired of to paraphrase these white savior movies of like oh the black person was put down and therefore the white person came in and came in and saved him and honestly having watched it it's not that at all if, if anything if anything, the, the, the protagonist, the doctor, I can't remember his name now, who it's based on, um, he, he, he doesn't need saving at all. He needs a little bit of protection, but he doesn't need saving. It's more about him opening up um, the eyes of the driver to, to the struggles they go through and actually more widening his view of the world. And it's Vigo Dudar. Yeah, it's Aragorn. Aragorn, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's Aragorn. Vigo <clears throat> Morgenstern. This is called Aragorn. Yeah. Vigo so you d- I thought you went to see it, Carl. No, I've not. I didn't. I'm, I'm, I've read the plot of it. I read the plot of it back when the film came out in the UK, but I've not actually seen it. Um, but I've heard good things, and Tom makes it sound really good. Yeah, this is the spoiler alert moment. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. <coughs> so just mute for 30 seconds. And now, um, <laughs> it's not just, there's so much more to it. I read the synopsis and it was, oh, black guy in the South yeah. America. Okay, that, that's okay. But the story has so many more layers to it. And um, I went to see it with a friend um, called James. Um, and he is, um, James is gay as well as being Filipino. And there's, so James has experienced racial as well as homophobic issues throughout his life. And the main character in this film, you discover as the film goes on, is homosexual as well. And it's sort of like it hit really hard with James. And we came out after and generally we had to go to the bar and have a drink. And like we all went and had a drink oh, together, sort of digest it. Um, but there were so many ups and downs. You were laughing and you were yeah. crying. It was, it was really, it was phenomenal. And there's so many more layers to it. You read the synopsis, you're like, oh, that sounds like a good movie. Yeah. But you come out of it and you're like, oh my God, this is and it had some, genuinely think, blown me away. It yeah. did get some... It got some Oscar buzz, I think. Oscars, didn't it? Yeah, yeah I believe yeah. it got Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it got some, um, some other awards as well. Yeah. But yeah, genuinely, if you, you have time to go and see okay. it, I would definitely recommend it. Definitely. So the other thing that's happened, we obviously Thomas is leaving, so we've um, put out a job for a job advert um, on mm-hmm. our usual mm-hmm. places, <clears throat> and we've started to get some in. But it, it brings me round to the <laughs> same old thing um, when you're applying for a job. And so, I, Carl, because you haven't talked a lot in this, <laughs> are you given lessons at uni about how to apply for a job? Um, I, I don't know if we were given lessons. I know there was those. In, at least in my university, there was a clear service you could go to, mm. and they could like you could show them their CV, your CV, and say um, <clears throat> they'd look through it and go, oh, and you should change this, and maybe think about doing this, and set it out in a different way, and blah blah. Um, and I think and there's like occasionally clears fairs you can go talk to employers and that, but I don't know if there was I don't know if there was ever the hey when you're applying for the job look at this and do this and mm. keep this in mind that kind of thing, um, in so many words. What about um, you, Thomas? Did they did that at your uh, uni? There was nothing. <clears throat> there was nothing. It's difficult because it's, it's a lot like everything else with university, where it's that point in your life where hey, the tools are there, but you have yeah. to go and seek them. Yeah. Um, mm. It's not a hey, sit down here for an hour. This is mandatory. We're mm. going to teach you. You have to go there and you have to find out how to do it. Yeah. And I must admit, I was not one for going. <laughs> 
that extra mile yeah. to better myself in a professional and academic <laughs> manner. Um, I was always looking for the, the quickest way to the finish line yeah, yeah. and when I could go on my next skiing trip. Yeah. Uh, that was very much my three years <laughs> at uni. So I think the, the services are available, but I personally yeah. haven't utilised them, so I wouldn't be able to really comment on, on how good they are. A few years back, I had an a email, a, a CV through, an, an application through, and it was for James, who was here. Mm -hmm. Um, and I printed it off and I remember holding it up in the office and going, I'm interviewing this guy just based on what it looked like. Yeah. Single pages. Right. Here's your, here's my top tips. Right. Here's my top tips. First of all, single page. I haven't got time to read five pages of CV mm. about how, you know, what skills you gained from yeah. working in a coffee shop mm -hmm. for three months. Do you think also when you say single page, because <clears throat> uh, this, this job in particular, it's not just for recent graduates but it's the perfect job for a recent graduate yeah. so a single page often is all you need but I think once would you agree that once you get a little bit later on in your career like I know for example I'm putting my CV together again at the moment and with my experience now especially my experience here at FITV there's I've done so much over the last few years that containing it to one page is just so difficult yeah. perhaps too but um you know I nothing really I think, beyond that I think nothing my, beyond my CV is on like two pages but it's not but literally like, we don't need to know that yeah. you got you got um you know customer skills yeah. but i think that's that <laughs> interaction also, yeah, from because yeah. we know that mm. the other thing i need you to do is to make sure it's everything spelt correctly mm. um because that irritates me so much yep. um when you've got when you don't spell things properly and you need to double double check what things say because <laughs> there is a difference between dairy and diary yeah. <laughs> So to get it sorted, um, What's that, what, what are some of your other ones in terms of spellings you've had recently? Um, somebody put utilities instead of utilise. <laughs> I've had mesmerise instead of memorise. Oh, God. Um, and, and just stupid things like then rather than than yeah. And, yeah. and things like that. Just because it's been typed out quickly. And, <clears throat> and like, when, you're, think, when you're in that job market... Yeah. Sorry, you can run. I was going to say, I think the thing to cover that is, is that a like with a CV it's good to customise it and tailor it for the individual jobs that you're Absolutely. applying for definitely um, and that's what I try to do but um, there's, a, there's a certain point when you're like applying for jobs which is like I don't want to have to write another cover letter so yeah. I think you just stop looking at it as much Yeah, you stop picking up on the finer details of what yeah. might be missed because you've done so many and you because you're kind of just sick of looking at it yeah. um, and the big thing big thing detail. is yeah. there is four essential criteria essential criteria for the job that we're putting out four essential criteria so make sure that those four things are on your cv or your covering <laughs> yep. letter at some stage yeah. It's one because of the big otherwise things you won't be looked at. Yeah. It's one of, the, one of the big things being involved in the recruitment process with FITV over the last couple of years. I don't really know if I included all the essential criteria in yeah, my application. Yeah, I mean, I must have, otherwise you I never would have got an interview yeah. with you. Um, but I do remember seeing on the essential criteria, you need a full clean UK driving yeah. license. And upon seeing that, I went and changed the header on my CV, which included my email address and my phone number and my address. I whacked full clean UK driving license on there as well, just because I saw that. Anyway, let's move on from there. Um, Actually, our office, a, which is... Sorry. I was going to... Sorry, it just popped in my head, but as a final top tip for CVs... Yes. Um, if you are applying for the job, have two different versions of your CV. One that's creative and fancy and looks lovely, and one that's just a plain text document with all your CV stuff. 
because there's so many jobs where you have to apply through an online form. And if you're using something that's wonderful and creative and you've put things here, there and everywhere, it will not recognise it. It will not recognise half the stuff that's on your CV. And when it gets, when it goes through the system, what comes out on the other side to employers is just a spreadsheet about do they have this, do they have that, do they have that? And if your one can't be read, then you won't. No way. I didn't know that at all. Gosh, that's, like, that's like transmedia, yep. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> gone up, yeah. up, up a step there. Well, I yeah. thought you were saying Carl just put the listener to sleep again. <laughs> um, I, may, yeah. I may cut out a lot of the stuff about the, um, yeah, yeah. the that, Sophie. It's, if the sound has dipped at any moment, it's because I've, I've cut out something. Um, but anyway, yes, our office is very male-dominated. I've got here smells like boys. Oh, in our office. So you said someone came into our office this morning. Is it a stank of boy? It smells like boys. Well, that's good because for nine months I was outnumbered. <laughs> and it smelled like girls. It didn't smell like girl. It was just touchy. Um. So, following on from last week, where I had a weird person trying to follow me on Instagram, I had a weird person trying to follow me on Twitter. I don't think we're in the room when I told you this mm-hmm. this morning. No. So You've got a lot of weird people trying to follow you. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it was Sometimes you've got to think that uh, maybe there's a common denominator <laughs> here. Well, uh, listen to this and, and let me know whether I've done the right thing because I've actually just blocked him. Um, so it's, it's a guy and it, it, it's, he's got like a proper guy's name, but he's got one follower who's a woman of um, a certain type. Okay. Um, and then, but he's only like a Like a bot-esque woman. Yeah, but he's only following women. Oh, interesting. Mm. Wow, well, look, they do say follow what you're interested in. <laughs> so anyway, I've blocked him. Cut a shorty stop. Cut a shorty stop. Cut their story short. Um, and to finish off with, your handwriting. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you ever thought of a career in medicine? <laughs> I think that's the only, about the only thing that would qualify me for a career in medicine. For pharmaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it's so bad. I don't... It's just awful. Are you quite artistic? Um, can you draw? Can you draw? I... I oh God. I hesitate to say I can draw. If I sit there for long enough, I can maybe make something that's okay. Okay. But... Most of the time, probably not. <laughs> but I, d- I did do an art GCSE and I did get B in it. Oh. I did a lovely painting of three screwdrivers and a giant kiwi behind them because we had to do a project about um, screwdrivers nature and, and mechanics. And that okay. was... Did you use the word juxtaposition? Because that's what you always use in GCSE Oh my God, art. I'm so sick of that word. <laughs> <laughs> Still sick of that word. <laughs> God, even hearing it then should have shivered down my spine. <laughs> there's, two, there's two things about art that I'm sick of. Anthony Gaudi in juxtaposition. <laughs> God. So if you're a fan of those and you're yep. a vegetarian and you know anything about earwigs, please get in touch. Please let me know. Let us know. I, I think like one last thing before we go, though. Just like to say, we're about to become stars on the big screen. Oh, oh yes. aren't we? Yes, we've done a the... lovely cinema advert. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the cinema are looking for, wanted us um, sort of an animation to sort of say where the exits were and no smoking and things like that. At the moment, they've just got plain cards, but they yeah. wanted a, something moving. So animation is on its way. Tom's working on that. However, in the meantime, we did a little FITV. Well, plug and yeah. um... shameless. <laughs> shameless FITV. Educational advert. And your line, Kyle? Oh, God, which line? Because I messed up if two of them. If there is an emergency. If there is an emergency, 
the exit is at the front of the front of the screen to the left. I still messed it up. I don't know why it's so hard. Well, I think it worked all right, and then it was uh, yeah. So it was a massive shameless plug to begin with. Um, yeah. it, it could be a little bit better, but for something that was put together in a day. And all the in-camera transitions, I think they they quite like those in-camera. Yeah, camera I think they work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So for somebody who doesn't know, that's when you do the transition with the camera with the camera so. rather than in, in post. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, it was. Um, I don't think it was too bad. What's going to be terribly awkward is going to the cinema and yep. watching a film and having my face, face on the on the yeah. screen at the start. I'm, Full screen. I'm literally going to. Okay. It's going to be yeah, yep. hood up over my face okay, until it's it, done. If I go to the cinema from now on, I'm just going to turn up late. Just <laughs> <laughs> so I miss it. Just standing outside, chatting yep. away to Nicola until that bit's done. Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, okay, that's done. I'm going to go no, in now. No, the film's almost done. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, don't worry. <laughs> so we haven't said what's on the programme this week. It's not earwigs, it's not it's vegetarians. It's not earwigs, it's not vegetarians. Um, um, it's a lot of dogs. Oh, yes, there is. Plenty of dogs. Bird fair. Do you like dogs? Uh, GCSE results. Mm-hmm. Um, a Falkland Islander recently named captain of an Australian icebreaker. Yes. Yep. Yeah, New that's in there Lava well. Lake in South Georgia. Yeah, la la, one of only um, one of only eight in the world. Oh, nice. Look mm-hmm. at that for a fact look for your that. listener. Yeah. So that's all coming out this week. That's on week number four four three. Um, you can catch it online by going to fitv.co.fk, or you can watch it through the KTV platform here in Stanley and some of camp, but not all of camp. Yeah. Channel eight hundred for the SD and eight five five for full. Eight five six. What we've changed. We've changed. We have changed. I don't like it. No. Eight five six. Which is why we don't say it on the program anymore because we were saying to people it's 855 and it wasn't it's 856. Anyway. It did used to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't, can't do change with it. You don't <laughs> like change. Uh, join us next Friday. Uh, Hannah will be back. Yep. Um, whether we'll have pancakes or not is another matter. Mm. Yeah, pancakes um, for four might be a little intense. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one pancake each. <laughs> we should see fine. you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.